Hello, this is Renee, and welcome to my podcast. I guess this is a, a continuation of episode 21 because my phone rung and interrupted what I was doing, so it also interrupts the recording. <laughs> so I apologize for way for the way the episode 21 might end. And instead of editing it, I just let it end it where it was and just decided to do another one. The main thing I should have said when I first started is if you are in an abusive relationship with your spouse or significant other, I pray to God that you will allow God to guide you out safely and be free. In conclusion to 21 guess you can say clipping part 2 we should do better than what we're doing as people who are in state and government offices I'm not trying to depress anybody I'm not trying to put anybody down no my spirits are up and they're high and I thank God for that but there's nothing wrong with using your voice Older people seem to be fading away. Nobody seems to care. But I thank God I've always cared. And now that I'm in the same area as they are, even though there might be, they still might be 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years older than me. It should be a concern and a matter because a lot of us are still parents. A lot of us are still grandparents. A lot of us are great-grandparents. This should not be happening. Country always talking about, oh, we ain't got no money. We poor. We this, we that. But they always seem to find some kind of way to put money into places and organizations that's not beneficial to human beings on earth. Everything is a time frame. Even if you're fighting a legal system where they got 30 days to respond and 30 days they can come up with some lie to replace what you said. I mean, if you know you haven't done anything wrong, why do you need some time to think about it? Because you're trying to come up with reasons of not facing your responsibility when those accusations are being placed upon a lawyer or a doctor or someone in the political field. I told someone one day, I said, I love using my voice. Whether people listen to me or not, it doesn't really matter. It gives me a chance to get a lot of stuff off me that I feel like is not right. And I'm glad that God lets me see and know that this world is unfair. But we serve a just God. And let's not forget about all the people that he used to make changes in the world. Moses said he he couldn't speak too good or whatever. God said who gave man's mouth so that he can speak. And he used Moses to deliver his people. Like I said, David went up against a giant. And he was a teenager. But he said, you come at me with spears. But I come at you. With the spirit of God. In other words, the power of God was in that young man to where he believed that God was going to use him to knock Goliath down. And it took only one stone. One stone 
How hard did that little boy throw that stone? It had to have been the power of God behind that. So while people are going around thinking they're doing things undercover in the shadows or whatever, my encouragement is to those of you who are listening to me, those that are senior citizens, those that are young, that can make changes and be created with the mind to know that one day it might affect y'all, so y'all need to do something about it now. It is important to realize that God uses us to bring about justice. There are a lot of things that I'm fighting, but I ain't fighting it by myself. I'm fighting it with God. And believe it or not, to those listening to me, he's allowed me to win a few cases. And if he allowed me to win a few, he can allow me to win some more. People say, girl, you ought to sit down, enjoy the rest of your life, enjoy your family, enjoy your kids, do this, do that. I mentioned it before, I am enjoying my life. I am enjoying my children, my grandchildren, and probably great, great ones coming up ahead. But it's like a work day. People in this world work Monday through Friday, sometimes even longer than that. You get two days off the weekends. I can enjoy the weekends when I see my family because everybody is not working all the time on the weekend. Still have some fun with them. But while I'm in the house, what else am I doing? What else am I doing when I'm, I'm sitting in there? I'm watching a good movie. Oh, I take time out to watch a good movie, uh, uh, fix a good meal, relax. But there comes a time when, look, what, what did God tell us to do? You know, you, you work for a while, but then you can rest. And then you work for a while again, and then you can rest. Don't kill yourself. Don't stress it out. That's what I had to learn. Not to keep on stressing over things that I can't change by myself. It's going to take more than me. And guess what? God is more than me. Hello. This is Renee. And welcome to my podcast. If you are in an abusive relationship or marriage, I pray to God that you will ask God to lead, guide, and direct you out safely. I've had some new people come in on my Facebook page asking for friendships, and a lot of them I have accepted after I viewed their profile page. I was kind of offended on the ones that had false profiles and disgusting things maybe my other friends couldn't see but I could see and some got offended because I said I will block you immediately coming on my page putting disgusting stuff that even I don't want to see another person comes into my messenger box and says she does a lot of digital artwork of course I'm aware that scammers are all over the world But she made a comment in her message to me and said she would appreciate me asking her to do some digital work for me. And by doing so, I would be supporting black businesses. A lot of them have done that and implemented and indicated that we as black people should support other black people. I used to say that a long time ago. That was something that we should have done 
and been done when I was younger. But now that I am much older, I see things that make me not want to support my own race. And let me tell you why. Most of the time, when I've gone to events where there were black people that organized it all, were rude. I remember paying money for a table to support my books as well as this organization. And I was guaranteed a VIP spot. And I was also told I would get a gift bag, especially with the money that I paid. I think I was maybe five minutes late and somebody told me, oh, you came too late. So that means that the we done ran out of gifts. But if you organized it well enough and you had a list of those supporters that were on the VIP list, there should have been still something available for me to receive. Uh, it bothered me, but I still attended the event. And I supported the event. The problem was no one supported me. The books of my books on display. The person that organized the event, which was her own, really didn't care too much about her vendors. So when this young lady messaged me on Messenger and said support black businesses, I sent a message to her and said a long time ago that was this black man that had a gas station. I was much younger at the time. And I asked him a question. Why are your gas prices higher than everyone else in the area? I say, isn't that a way that you're ripping off the poor? He said, not really, because most of us go to other gas stations. So he has to like raise the prices to double or three times the amount just to get his money back. Well, sorry when he said that. I just stopped going. If I can recall the Black Lives Matter... I saw all of these people supporting Black Lives Matter. And I and, and I was always leery about nonprofit organizations that say they are here to help support black people, their own race, do what they're supposed to do, and then help as much as they can. I've even seen government and state representatives walking with these BLMs on the street supporting them. And I've even sent emails, never got any responses, about things that I felt was wrong. Now it upsets me that another organization ran by black people has in some way fallen because money is unaccounted for. Okay, that ain't nothing new to me either. So don't go around uh, telling me what it is I am supposed to do or either I am obligated to do because I'm black. I told, I've heard people tell me, um, you need to vote for the vice president because she's black. And I don't like people telling me what to do and how to do it. So what I said in reference to that on my Facebook page, I will not support and vote for someone just because 
they're black. I would like to hire people regardless of race to work for me on my books or whatever. As long as there are good people, they have good qualified work and they're willing to show their expertise without being rude and ripping people off or using the excuse saying, well, you should support us because we're black. Growing up, I've had more black against me than another race. And as I got older, oh, I still see it, but it comes from both sides. But I just recently, I just went to a church today. I haven't been to church in quite a while because I thank God I still read the word. I'm looking for a church home, but don't forget, the church is in our heart. God is inside of us. He's not in a building. I don't mind going to a church that's honoring and worshiping and praising God. But when you make it more about yourself than God, I do not want to be in your church. And it's kind of offensive to me when people have to stand up while the ministers walk down the aisle first. It offends me when the first lady of the church ignores people that even visitors coming to y'all church. It offends me when other church members know you're a guest and they go on about their daily work, their daily business, but you got it right on that billboard saying that we should support the kingdom. Then which kingdom are you talking about? Are you talking about the building? Are you talking about the people inside the church? Or are we talking about God himself? Jesus' disciples us, the kingdom, human beings. I guess what I'm saying to those listening to me, and I thank God so much for those who are listening to me, no matter where you are or who you are, doesn't even matter to me what your race is. Because with God, all of us are the same. With God, there is no separation. God does not show favoritism. And anytime you go around a church or a group, whether it's your own race or not, and they're showing favoritism to everybody else, you know, they, they, they groups, their sex, their whatever. It should be unity, right? That's what the Bible tells us. You know, unity. So when we're segregated in the church, when we're separated in other areas or nonprofit organizations, we're doing this. I am so sick and tired of even thinking about supporting a nonprofit organization that was implemented to do something. Don't do it. I'm sick and tired of voting people in office that were implemented to do something, but they don't do it. They'll come out there and say, oh, we made the roads clearer, but people are still hungry. Oh, we stopped the signs that people were posting in the yard to save uh, taxpayers' money. What taxpayers? Us? Because our money evidently is not going into the right places where the help is really needed, where it should be supported. Didn't I say before we still got homeless veterans? Didn't I say before we still got people that are working up until their 70s and their 80s instead of enjoying the rest of their lives? They got to work because they can't get Social Security until they get a certain age or unless you're disabled or you 
near about dying. They make us go through all these extremes, but when you're paying for your house notes, your homeowner's insurance, or you paying mortgages for whatever, if you don't pay that, you lose your home. Can anybody please, it's okay to message me, I was told. It's, it's okay to message me on my podcast. Don't ask me how they do it. I have no idea. Go to my link, find the messenger. Somebody please message me and tell me why in the world everything that we buy should be ours and who came up with the law that says when we own something, we got to pay for it for the rest of our lives. Like, for example, we buy, buy the cars. I understand about the stickers and the inspections, but if you don't get them stickers, for your registration, you don't get your car inspected, you really can't drive your car, or either you get a ticket from a cop while you're driving your car without your current sticker. Shouldn't that have been a choice for us buyers to make? You mean to tell me if we pay for a home totally, we still got to pay for it for the rest of our lives, and if we don't pay for it, no matter how much they raise the mortgages up, y'all can take back what we bought for ourselves so when do we ever buy something that actually belongs to us that we don't have to keep paying for for the rest of our lives can't they find another way to make money for this country without robbing and stealing from people to support themselves take care of their homes they can probably waive off their mortgage fees we need to wake up We need to start bossing and saying what is wrong instead of allowing it to happen. I went on a bus ride one day to go out of town. There were people, believe it or not, on the bus older than uh, me. And we were supposed to get off the bus all at the same time, but the bus driver said we had to wait until one of the representatives inside of this place would come out and uh, do a head count, I guess, on the bus. Now, they said, wait for the person. Not to go inside the building, but wait for the person. So, I'm ready to get off the bus. This has been like a two and a half hour job. I'm ready to stretch my legs, get out there, and just breathe, walk around. And one person older stands in the front and blocks the whole lane. Then everybody else follows suits and stands right behind this person. So we got like 10 people blocking the bus where you can't get off the bus. They're just standing there, standing there. And I'm like, I want to get off the bus. What do I do? And so uh, I looked at this lady and I said, are we going to ever get off the bus? This was the lady that was closest to me. She says, I don't know, but she's still standing in line. I'm like, okay. I raised up my hand and I said, excuse me. I said, all I want to do is just get off the bus and stretch my legs and I'm not skipping anyone. I'll even stand at the back of the line until they do the head count. And then a rude lady looks at me. Well, I'm trying to get off the bus too. I wanted to say then, what the heck are you still standing in that line for? So I said, well, it would be nice uh, for those that want to stay on the bus. They can be on the bus. But if y'all want to get off the bus can y'all make a way so we can get off the next thing i know everybody that was standing in that doggone line got off the bus they wanted to get off the bus but they didn't say nothing when one person blocked them right there in the front what is wrong with us why do we feel like we can't use our voices we can't say what we feel or what we think i went to this event called Kamapalooza. 
right here in Houston, Texas. We go there every year before my birthday. And in at this event, people get to dress the character that they want to be freely without anybody being judgmental, no matter what you look like, what style you chose, uh, anything to just be free. It's almost to me like freedom of speech. We should be able to speak without being arrested for it, even though now we got to watch what we say because we, if we say the wrong thing, we can actually uh, have charges brought against us, I guess. It's a lot going on. So why are millions of people in this world, regardless of race, sitting back, letting people create laws that makes it harder for people to live, breathe, think, and have complete ownership of what they paid this country to keep. One woman said that she paid over $700,000 for a home. Like we needed to know this because this is a minister's wife and she wanted to make sure everybody knew what her home cost. Because it really, to me, didn't matter. It really didn't impress me. All it told me was you're bragging more about what you have than the God that we know. And we should be worshiping and praising. And said that her mortgage was like $7,000 a year. And homeowner's insurance was something else. I forgot. Really doesn't matter. But God allowed me to think about some things. Because I mentioned it to my family before. Tell me why anything that we buy in this country, we still pay for it for the rest of our lives. And if we don't have no jobs and we don't work, we done paid for 25, 30 years for a home. And then all of a sudden, because let's use, for example, COVID then came in or a hurricane then came in and I done lost my job and I can't afford it anymore. So you're going to take away these people's lives instead of building an organization with nonprofit money, whatever nonprofit organizations that get money to help people maintain and keep what they bought and what they paid for. Quit stealing money that you get funding for to pay for y'all's bills, your homes, your families to college, whatever. And then take from those of us that struggle to buy and finally own something. I've talked and spoken with young people before. Sometimes y'all gotta, I'm talking to the young people. Or the young at heart, it really doesn't matter. What is happening today will affect y'all as the years and the times comes forth. If you love your grandparents, you need to think about the impact of what it's doing to them. Your parents, I've said this before, are getting older. Think about what your parents are going through. I done heard young people tell me, well, that's them. You know, this is a new era. This is a new generation. Uh, this is all about the young people. We really not worried about the age and uh, whatever. But... If you let it start now and you don't say anything or do about anything about it now, one day you're going to be old. And is it going to be better then or worse? 
because nobody would say anything. Well, I'm an older woman. Nobody has to follow me. Nobody has to say anything. But I'm thankful to God for those that are following me. I'm thankful to God for those who are listening to me. I don't care if it's one person. I'm telling you right now. I don't care if it's one person. Because God can use us to make an impact on one person. And then that one person make an impact on another and on another. And it and it goes and it goes and it goes until it grows, grows, grows. They need to come up with another system in this country that says that people that bought their homes fully, completely should not be still paying for their homes for the rest of their lives using mortgages and taxes. Why are we still paying taxes with the tax laws? Can we come up with new bills? Somebody help me or send me a message or whatever and say, there's a way us, we, the people can write up bills and submit it in to the Congress, state, whatever the world that we have to do to make this stupidity stop. They need money. They don't need to keep robbing and draining us. And then when we get a certain age, we can't even get it. They make us pay taxes. But y'all keep changing the ages on when we can get our social security because we're not supposed to live the rest of our lives work free and job families and go out on vacations and just live and breathe not work until you breathe your last breath yes I'm upset about that yes I'm angry about that because now it impacts me and the only time people start speaking about stuff is when it impacts them. But if we finally start doing and saying things be, without it impacting us, a lot of people can make a lot of noise. But I serve a God that will use my voice to reach out to a lot of people. Because God knows in my heart, I want the best for everybody on this planet regardless of their ages, their race, color of their skin. Because all of us, when we are hurting, we are hurting. All of our tears are still the same tears. Whether it's coming down a person of color's cheek or another race, it does not matter. Pain is pain, hurt is hurt. Suffering is suffering. Why do we work all of our lives to get nothing and then leave the world? And then I've heard the, the people in the church say, well, if you don't get it down here, you'll get it up there. And I used to get bitter and I, and when I was younger. I would cry about it and get bitter. I would get cry about it and get bitter because I'm like, okay, God, why are you giving them this where they can have it down here where they saying they can live good, have nice cars and nice homes down here on earth and they are still claiming that they are going to heaven so they get the best of both worlds. But why are you looking at the poor and the less fortunate and telling them, well, if you don't get it down here, you'll get it up there. Are you robbing and ripping off the poor and the less fortunate to live the lifestyle that you have? Okay, it's been proven on during COVID that God revealed a lot of of things, people robbing the poor inside the church, inside the states and government offices. We saw that. 
And God is not through revealing nothing. God is going to reveal his glory because God sees and knows all. And we keep on throwing him to the side like he doesn't know that it's okay to do what we do to people that can't afford to speak up for themselves or can't afford a home, a car, live out on the streets. And we don't know why people get on drugs because they don't like living in poverty. Just to get away from what they think is hopeless and won't get no better. Really. I've had people tell me, Renee, you need to just sit down. Just enjoy the rest of your life. I do enjoy the rest of my life. I do enjoy my children and my grandchildren and going out and having fun and laughing and going out with a few friends that I call a few friends and just having fun. But what am I doing for those other times? Just sitting in the house watching TV all day and not making an impact, not saying anything, not doing anything. That is not me. I've gone through too much for people to just look at me, oh, she's just crazy. Don't listen to her. Yeah, we seem to always be crazy. And nobody wants to listen to us when we're telling the truth about what y'all are doing. Now we're weirdos. We got attitudes. Oh, don't hang around her. Okay, there goes the segregation. And we got our own race segregating our own race by categories. Rich over here, poor over there. The fancy dressed right here and blah, blah, blah. When uh, we in the church is supposed to be one unity of God's people, rather, no matter what we look like, no matter how we're dressed, no matter what we have and what we don't have. Unity. Then I refuse to be a part of your so-called unity. I haven't found a new church home yet. God is going to show me where it is. If he wants me to go to one, he said whatever he has for me to do is bigger than the church anyway. So I'm not anxious to jump and join in a church that still ain't learned their lessons on this earth. That God is still in control. God is still in charge. We don't separate people inside the church. We don't go around acting like we high sedity. We need people to stand up for us when we walk back. But we didn't even stand up for the reading of the word. Now, we, I realize that. They say when the reading of the word, we're supposed to stand up. But at this new church, it wasn't no stand up. But we had to stand up when the pastor got his wife's hand and they walked down the aisle together. And I guess because I didn't know the rules, I was still sitting down. Didn't know what the heck was going on. This is my first time here. And so I apologized to the pastor. I'm sorry if I was supposed to stand when y'all came down the aisle. I made sure he heard what I said. Whether it had an effect on him or not, <laughs> I really don't care. But I noticed the lady that was supposed to take new members' information. She walks out, didn't even give me a card, but she already chose and gave a membership, possible membership card to the other lady that was in the building with me. And then the minister looks at me and say, do you have a card? Did you get a card? How are you going to give one to the other lady? I was in there first and you didn't hand one to me. So you just 
right then and there, ignored me. And you didn't want me having that card. So when she finally handed me the card, I said, you know what? I can't even put my number on here. These lines are too small. I wrote it on the side and I said, here's my phone number if the pastor wants to contact me and you give it to him. In other words, she might throw it in the trash and I never hear from him again. Good. Then it was meant for me not to go back to that church. I was told people can read our spirits, you know. If we're on one accord with God, it shouldn't be different spirits. It should be only one because God is God, right? So if they are reading our spirits and see that there is something about us that recognize who they really are, they ain't going to want you in their church. They're going to do everything they can to discourage you away and not realizing you discouraged me just by your actions. When I entered your church, the best thing I saw in this church was little children singing for God because they're not aware of what's going on. Their hearts and minds is on God. But guess what? When God puts his spirit in us, even in young people, he's going to start showing you things you really wish you had known about certain people. I'm not saying everybody in the world is cruel and wicked and conniving and I'm not saying that. There are a lot of us out there that God uses to glorify him, to tell people the truth, and try to build the kingdom, the right one that God wants. And that's a whole bunch of human beings, not a building, that come together to worship God in spirit and in truth. That's what his word says. So, to those that are listening, please let God touch your mind and your heart. The only only way things can correct itself is the newest generation that (coughs) learns to fight for what they believe in and for what is right. Because, see, the older generation, they're like, oh, we can swap them to the side. They're not important. It's the young people. So they'll say, young people, get out there and vote because they feel like young people ain't learned the program yet. Let's get them while we can. Have them to vote us in office. And then we fix it. Well, we have voted so long in office, we can't get out. We don't have to pass bills. But we can come up with our own bills and we can pass those. What about we the people? God said upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said that to Peter. Peter is a human being. He didn't look at God didn't look at a building and touch the building and said upon this rock that fell off this building I will build my church. Where is the confusion coming from? It's not, God does not need anything that's made by man's hands. Because he created every doggone thing on this earth. So if he's saying upon this rock, Peter is the rock, a human being. He's going to build his church through human beings. So quit focusing on the building and start focusing on the people. For we are the kingdom.